0: You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: It is quarterfinal Friday in the Big Ten Tournament, just seven games left of this Big Ten basketball season in only two days. Until Selection Sunday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, March 12th, and on today's episode, a weekend preview of not only quarterfinal Friday, but the two semifinals as well as we see it, and who will be the conference champion in Indianapolis when all is said and done in the Big Ten tournament on Sunday. And this is a very, very special Locked On Big Ten because it comes to you in a way Live from Indianapolis, joined once again by our good friend, Jarek Andresky, a basketball reporter at Hawkeye headquarters. He is live inside Banker Life's, Banker's Life Fieldhouse right now in Indy, giving you the latest on everything we need to know about what's happening there in Indianapolis and, of course, the Big Ten Basketball Tournament. Jarek, I really appreciate you being here. Cannot wait to hear from you. How are things going in Indianapolis?
0: Things are great. I've loved it. I got in here on Wednesday and – um it is just great to see basketball. These are probably the most fans that I've been around all year long. So it's great to sort of have a
1: somewhat normal atmosphere here for, for postseason play at March. And you're not covering just the men's basketball tournament, but the women's basketball tournament as well at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. What was the action like today? I know the Iowa Hawkeyes had a good day advancing to the semifinals.
0: Yeah, it was a great day for the Hawkeyes. They'll be moving on uh, to take on the Spartans tomorrow and they played right before Iowa and that was an exciting game. It was happening at the same time as the Indiana Rutgers game and I was really conflicted with the game right in front of me and the game on my laptop where to focus in on. And so my eyes got some exercise going back and forth between the two, but um, it's been a lot of fun and I'm, I'm glad to be up here in Indy.
1: And as we focus on the action going on in Lucas Oil Stadium on Friday, this quarterfinal day will be four great matchups of basketball. Get started once again at eleven thirty am. Eastern. There is truly nothing better conference tournament basketball action in the middle of your day to take you from the morning hours into the early afternoon and then into the evening. This is college basketball Nirvana and that is what we have in the Big Ten tournament. The first game of the day will be the number one overall seed taking on the eight seed Maryland. The next game of the early portion of our afternoon is a great one. The four seed Purdue and the five seed Ohio State. We then move on to the evening schedule. The two seed Illinois in action for the first time in this Big Ten basketball tournament. They take on the seven seed Rutgers and then it will be the six seed Wisconsin in the three seed Iowa in the nightcap. So as you lay out all those seeds right there, it's been chalk so far in the Big Ten tournament, but it has been exciting. It was a very exciting day on Thursday to get us to quarterfinal Friday, and as Jarek and I will do, as we do on most of our full weekend previews, we will give you some predict, picks, predictions, preview these games, and we're getting everything from our good friends at BetOnline.ag. If There is a spread in total available. Jarek and I will go over our Locked on Locks for this quarterfinal Friday of Big Ten Basketball and then our underdog specials. And then we will give you a conference tournament champion when all is said and done at the end of this full weekend preview. Jarek, that is what is on the slate. Are we ready to go?
0: I think we're ready. Let's do this.
1: All right. You are the guest. You are coming to us live from Indianapolis. Please begin with your Locked on Lock for quarterfinal Friday of the men's Big Ten Basketball Tournament.
0: I think the one lock is going to be the fighting Illini. I think Illinois is going to be moving on to the next round. I've loved how they played um, really from start to finish this year. I think they've been one of the most consistent teams that we've seen in the Big Ten this year. Some other teams maybe had uh, some prolonged COVID uh, shutdowns that kept them out of play for a while. Iowa, we saw sort of dip there in the middle. So I like what I've seen from them all year long. And I got them going on uh, to the semifinals on Saturday.
1: Yeah, Illinois and Rutgers will be a great game in the first game of the evening action at Lucas Oil Stadium on Friday. We have a Rutgers team that just beat Indiana to end the Hoosier season, possibly the Archie Miller era in Bloomington. And Rutgers played a little bit more free in that second half. You saw them get back to the defensive energy, limiting Indiana to only 18 points in the final 20 minutes of that matchup on Thursday. And Jarek, one of the things that shocked me about Indiana, and it was great to hear the fans really, because it was almost a hometown game, a hometown feel, for IU inside Lucas Oil Stadium, cheering on their team, but also booing on their team, especially when the Hoosiers were struggling at the foul line. Indiana shot an abysmal 6 of 15 from the charity stripe against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights on Thursday. That's no way to get the job done. They only made two three-pointers as well. And as I say, they shot 40% from the free-throw line. It's a time so you can see my shirt and shout out my good friend, (laughs) Matt Semek, who has been on this (laughs) podcast before. It is his company, Free Throw Awareness Month. It is my good friend, Bill Raftery, on the shirt. And it said, free throws can tear apart a family. Yes, they certainly can. In this month of March, your free throws are crucial. Never let a friend miss the front end of a one and That is what I have as all my advice to my friends watching for Big Ten Basketball this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was surprising that, I mean, finally, Indiana fans could go and watch their team for the first time this season and the hoosiers get booed i'm over here blocks away at bankers field from lucas oil and i can feel them coming in i can hear the boos coming over that that's a tough way for that team to go out and the
1: free throws may very well break up a family. Who knows if we'll see Archie Miller there next year. <laughs> That's a great, great point right there, Derek. A great point. And honestly, it was so much fun to have those fans there for the momentum swings in a really well-contested game through the ending of that first half and the early portion of the second half. And then, as fans do, if things aren't going their way and it's a bad performance from an Indiana team that will lose their sixth-rate game to end out the Big Ten basketball season, sometimes boos are deserve it. And Archie Miller walking off the floor at Lucas Oil Stadium, possibly for the last time as the head coach of Indiana men's basketball, getting booed from a chorus of Indiana fans. Some would say nature is healing. That is how we do here in the Big Ten basketball tournament in March. So your locked on lock is Illinois getting the win over Rutgers. I think the spread as it came out from betonline.ag, the Illini favored by seven or seven and a half. I love that spread for the Illini. If it was up in double digits, which I thought it might be, I would probably lean Rutgers to cover as the underdog but only seven points. Illinois is the hottest team in college basketball right now, in my opinion. I would take them to cover that spread as well. My locked-on lock is the first game of the day. The one-seed Michigan off the double bye in action, taking on the eight-seed Maryland. Michigan, an eight-point favorite, according to our friends at betonline.ag. The over-under total, only 133.5, which is a little perplexing to me. I'll get to that in just a minute. I came into this Big Ten basketball tournament, Jarek, questioning michigan's motivation a little bit mainly because i didn't think they really needed to do much here to stay on the one line i didn't think there was too much of a way they could slide off that one line as we look at the ncaa tournament and then you question in eli brooks's health status for this tournament will he be available to play we're still probably going to be awaiting that up until tip time on this friday so i thought okay you know they probably won't be all that motivated i expected them to probably play michigan state in this quarterfinal on friday instead they get maryland but then there was a lot of chatter this week about who is the rightful Big Ten regular season champion. Is it Michigan, the top seed in the Big Ten tournament, or is it Illinois? There was a lot of talk back and forth. Hunter Dickinson, Illinois' Zio DeSumo, Illinois' athletic director, Josh Whitman, penning an open letter to the Big Ten league office. Very interesting. So before I dive into why I like Michigan in this game, Jarek, what do you make of all the talk of who is the rightful uh, Big Ten regular season champion?
0: I love it. I don't I don't think anything makes me as happy as petty basketball beefs between mm-hmm. rivals like that. I mean, I, I think that both sides certainly have a case for their side. Um, and I would love for it. Uh, I think it'd be pretty exciting to see it come down to those two teams to sort of have a final say on the matter who really is the top dog in the Big Ten this year. Um, But no, I love it. I love going back and forth. That's one of my favorite parts about basketball is the trash talking. And I'm glad we're seeing it. I mean, these teams are not even playing. They got double buys and they're already talking trash for the Big Ten tournament. I am all here for it.
1: Normally, you would talk to a team on a Tuesday leading up to the Big Ten tournament about their preparation, how practice has been this week. Are they looking forward to the rest that allows them not to play (laughs) until Friday? No, it was a little back Mm. and forth between the Illini and between the Wolverines of Michigan. So I think Michigan is supremely motivated now because I think they want to end any of this discourse. I, w- I think they want to say we are the best team in the big 10 conference. And other than that, I don't think they want to end on two bad performances leading into the big dance because they lost to Michigan state in that regular season finale. If they come out and put out a clunker against Maryland today, I don't think that's a great thing for them trying to build momentum in this month of March. We honestly don't know what Eli Brooks's status will be. That will be a big component. But still, even without Eli Brooks, I think Michigan has enough talent to beat this Maryland team. They swept Maryland in the regular season. They won the first matchup by 11, the second matchup by 24 points. And I talk about both of those matchups because both of those totals in those two games this year went way over where the total sits right now at 133 and a half. So although Maryland plays a little bit more of a grind-you-out defensive style, Michigan is so efficient on both ends of the floor, as we know. I would think that total's a little bit small right now, 133 and a half. I would lean the over, but my locked-on lock is Michigan covering that eight-point spread. I think they come out motivated on Friday. It might take them a little bit to get acclimated to the big arena that is Lucas Oil Stadium, but I think they find their footing, and I think they beat Maryland by probably double digits, but at least covering that eight-point spread. So on this weekend preview of the Big Ten Basketball Tournament, everything we are talking about, all of our lines, spreads, totals, everything coming from BetOnline.ag. For a weekend of Big Ten hoops that is this meaningful, this impactful, you know that you need to go to BetOnline.ag to get the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has everything you need, real-time updated props and odds on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I swear as soon as some of these games, the Big Ten went final today. BetOnline had the odds out for them, including the first game of the evening session tomorrow, making sure that we had a game between Rutgers and Illinois. The line and the total for that one, BetOnline has us covered almost immediately for everything we need during this stretch run of the Big Ten Conference Tournament. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you put in the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So again, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you put in the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n bet online your online sportsbook experts
0: march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast
1: On this full weekend preview of the Big Ten Basketball Tournament with Jarek Andreski, we are covering everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by Peter Bukowski and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, we are getting you set for quarterfinal Friday in the Big Ten Basketball Tournament. Some of our underdogs who we like on this Friday of the quarterfinals, That's coming up right now.
0: You know, I'm with, I mean, and I think going back to that over under, I think when you see a high octane offense and a really tight defense sort of going at it, it sort of comes down to who's the better overall team. And that's going to sort of dictate the pace. I think that easily leans in Michigan's favor and they're going to sort of control the tempo in this game and you'll see those points sort of rising throughout the contest.
1: In that second matchup between the Wolverines and the Terps, Michigan scored 87 points. The Terps still scored 63, smashed the over. In the first matchup, Michigan scored 84 points. Maryland scored 73 again. Smash that over, but I like Michigan to cover that eight-point spread in the first quarterfinal on this Friday of the Big Ten Basketball Tournament. We are joined live from Indianapolis right now. I feel like it's like Saturday Night Live, and I can be like, live from New York. (laughs) It is live from Indianapolis on this weekend preview of the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Jared Gondreski, a basketball reporter for Hawkeye HQ. He is there in Indy at Bankers Life Fieldhouse right now. We'll be at Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow, and we are going over quarterfinal Friday of the Big Ten Basketball Tournament. So we have both given our Locked On locks now I asked Jarek for his underdog special. What is the game and who do you think covers an underdog spread?
0: I'm going with Purdue against Ohio state. I really like how Purdue has been playing as of late. I think a lot of times when you get to this point in the season, I'm going with the team looking at their recent streaks, how they've been playing as of late. Cause right now, it's one and done. You either win or you're gone. There's no time to sort of get back into the things. You're either in the thing or you're out of it. And right now, Purdue's in it. Ohio State's been looking a bit off these past few Mm -hmm. weeks. Um, They've been showing a lot of respect in the national um, AP polls. I think just the fact that they're still ranked where they are after dropping so many in a row. But um, I would go Purdue right now to be able. I believe they're uh, one and a half Uh, to cover that spread. So I would say that that should be something I have Purdue taking that win um, and therefore covering the spread.
1: Yeah, I think it's very interesting that Purdue is the underdog of this game because if you have watched Ohio State play recently, they ended the regular season losing four straight. And the game against Minnesota on Thursday was anything but comfortable. Ohio State was up 14 with about three and a half minutes left. They seemed to find their groove after Minnesota was battling early on in that second half. Seemed like they were going to put it away. And then Minnesota came all the way back, had a chance to tie it late. Marcus Carr went crazy in the final minute and a half, two minutes of that game. But Ohio State didn't score a field goal over that final three-minute and 25-second span. And it was pretty weird. It was weird to see that Ohio State team that I think a point that was been raised, one of the concerns about the Buckeyes in this four-game losing streak to end out the regular season was their inability to close out games. Yes, the Michigan game that was one of the best games of this college basketball season, Michigan played so well, so did Ohio State until that final minute and a half, two minutes, when Justice Suing had a very questionable turnover. And then the Buckeyes were ahead of Illinois in the regular season finale this past Saturday, and the Illini came back, I would assume, one of the best closers in all of college basketball. So it didn't exactly inspire confidence in Ohio State, in my mind, their performance against Minnesota, especially down the stretch. And Purdue, like Jarek mentioned, five straight wins to end out the regular season. They're playing their best basketball. They're going to have some home fans, as we know, in the state of Indiana. I think that's a great pick. I agree with you. Also, plus the money that you have right there, the plus one and a half with Purdue, I would take the Boilermakers on the money line as well. I feel pretty confident Purdue will be marching on to the semifinals on Saturday. So my underdog pick is the final game of the night. We don't have a spread out from our friends at betonline.ag yet because one of the opponents just wrapped up action. Wisconsin holding on by a thread to beat a surging Penn State team by one in the nightcap of thursday night's action so it will be the six seed wisconsin the three seed iowa as our good friend ken Palm predicts it though he has the hawkeyes winning by four iowa winning 76 to 72 so i'm going with the underdog here for wisconsin again had you talked to me maybe about 40 minutes ago from when jarek and i are taping and wisconsin was up 18 in the second half over penn state and aleem ford couldn't miss and Demetric trice couldn't miss i'd be like ooh. This Wisconsin team was so much veteran experience, they got hot at a time last year. Maybe this is when they're starting their streak right now. I don't love the underdog pick here. But I what I will <laughs> say is, because of the spread, I don't think the spread will be four, though, when it all is said and done. I think Ken Palm, that's a little bit small right now. I think it'll probably be six and a half, maybe seven. Although the Bucs seem to respect Wisconsin a lot more than I do, based on how they ended out this year. Wisconsin was 12-3 and on January 20th. And then in the final 12 games of the year for them, they went four and eight. So it wasn't great for Wisconsin to end out the season. As we know, they're 0-8 against the top five in the Big Ten. And you're probably thinking, Ben, isn't this your underdog special to take Wisconsin? Yeah, but I think it's more so that we only have four games. And I wanted to be generous to my friend, Jarek Andreski, for coming on and doing this show live from Indianapolis. So I gave him the best one, and that being Purdue. So I will say... No, I can't make a pick here. I think it's Iowa. Sorry, I ruined the underdog special. Iowa's going to win. They're going to go as the number three seed. They're going to go on to the semifinals. Actually, Jarek, here's my question for you. Yeah. Any update on Joe camp as of yet?
0: Nothing officially from the Hawkeyes He's still listed his day-to-day uh, head coach Fran McCaffrey has been saying this entire time he's putting the needs of the student athlete first above what they need from him to be playing so if Joe's feeling 100% and ready to go we'll have him out there if there's some questions whether or not he's going to be uh, ready to go for that game they're going to sit him out they're not going to risk anything with them I will say we haven't seen him in a boot recently from team media picks he was at practice today again full warm-up gear we didn't see any video of him moving around, but still images of him in full uniform, ball in his hand, no boot or tape around his ankle. Sure. That's optimistic for them. All of his teammates have been saying, we know Joe, he's going to play. They are not concerned about it at all. Anytime any Iowa player has been asked about it, they've shrugged it off. They're like, no, Joe's going to be playing. We will be there ready to go. Um, so if I was a betting man, I would go with We will probably be in the game against Wisconsin.
1: And of course, this is a quick turnaround of a rematch from the regular season finale on Sunday between these two teams where Joe Wieskamp was lighting it up in that first half early on, five of five from the field for 12 points. He looked like one of the best players in the Big Ten Conference. I think for the home stretch of the season, he truly has been. A great compliment, of course, to Luka Garza. So I know this is the underdog special portion of the full weekend 3 in the lockdown On Big Ten podcast, but I'm bucking the trend. I'm taking Iowa <laughs> as the favorite. I feel really good about how the Hawkeyes ended out the regular season, winning six or seven of their last eight or six of their last seven. What was it?
0: I believe it was seven of their last eight. Um, their one loss coming against Michigan on the road, which right. is certainly nothing to to beat yourself over. That's a great team right there. But I mean, outside of that game, they have been looking great. Their defense has been skying up through the Ken Palm rankings and def- mm-hmm. uh, defensive efficiency. Um, so I know I might be a little bit biased, but I've been watching the Hawkeyes all year, and I'm tell- I, I feel good against them. With them up against Wisconsin, my only concern is I was beating them twice this year. That puts a chip on the shoulder of the Badgers. There's going to be a lot of extra motivation from them to sort of get one. It's not easy to beat any team three times in a row in a season, let alone in the Big Ten Conference. So um, the mental games of it, I think, are the biggest question for me if Wisconsin can come out. But on paper, I
1: like Iowa in this matchup. Yeah, confirmed Iowa has won seven of their last eight games to end out the regular season. And as Jarek mentioned, skyrocketing up to number 61 in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. If Iowa's defense is going to be even that level of decent, then Iowa's offense can compete with anybody across the entire country. And I mean the entire country, the Zags, the Baylor Bears, whoever you want to throw in there, Iowa has that level in them if the defense can keep up with how good their offense is. Everything about this month of March is madness. We enjoy the chaos that it brings us back into our lives here in the month of March, and we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market, for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-in-protein, high-in-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on each and every one of their flavors. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is best, because we have madness everywhere. It is Built Bar madness. Today's matchup is moving on into the second round for Built Bar, here's what we have in this matchup in the Sweet 16 of the Built Bracket Churro Puff beat Apple Almond Crisp they take on Cookies and Cream in this Sweet 16 matchup on this day I'm going to give the nod to Cookies and Cream, but you can vote as well. When you go to BuiltBar.com or on Twitter, tag BuiltBar at Bar underscore Built, and they will keep you going with what is happening in the Built Bar Madness. Remember, use the promo code LOCKEDON20, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-2-0, to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup in the Sweet 16 and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. So this is the last episode of the Locked On Big Ten week, but that does not mean this will be the last you hear from me of this weekend because this year on the Locked On Podcast Network, we will be live... On Selection Sunday, March 14th, just two days from now, reacting to who's in and who's out of the NCAA tournament. I am hosting along with Locked On Big 12's Josh Neighbors. We will host Selection Sunday live with local experts from around the Locked On Podcast Network's College Channel. Make sure to follow at Locked On Live on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook today, and we might have some partnerships to bring it even to a broader universe. we go live at 7 p.m. Eastern on Selection Sunday, this upcoming Sunday on March 14th, we will go live at 7 p.m. Eastern. Back to the bracket, break it down. The matchups, who got snubbed, who got into the field and did not have their bubble burst. And we will go over everything with local insight from the local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network's college channel. So again, the Locked On Podcast Network's live selection Sunday special this upcoming Sunday, March 14th, hosted by myself and Locked On Big 12's Josh Neighbors. We hope to see you there. But until we get there, let's make sure we finish out our weekend preview here on the Locked On Big 10 Podcast. Don't think I'm letting Jerick off the hook without telling me who was winning the Big 10 tournament title. So those are our four picks for this quarterfinal Friday, but we are not done. So if we go off our picks going into semifinal Saturday, I think Jarek and I are pretty much on the same wavelength here where we think it is going to be chalk once again, the top four seeds that earn the double bye: Michigan and Purdue, Illinois and Iowa. So Jarek, I ask you, give me the winners of both of those semifinal games, the championship matchup, and who is cutting down the nets inside Lucas Oil Stadium on this Sunday.
0: Well, looking first at the Michigan-Purdue matchup, I'm rolling with Michigan. Um, I think, like you mentioned earlier, they have some motivation now to really prove themselves here in this tournament just for pride's sake. I think they'll be able to take care of Purdue and move on. Um, The Iowa-Illinois game is where I get a little bit split. The one time they faced each other this year, it was a tight game back and forth the entire time in Champaign. Iowa was without C.J. Frederick, which was a big component in that loss. I feel like also the officiating for both sides was one of the worst things I've seen. out of, And that's saying something in Big Ten basketball. You, that you fish, can say I, that
1: a lot this year. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was rough. So having um, C.J., he says he's going to be available to go. Um, he said that in their media availability early this week that he'll be playing. So that really evens it out for me. So I could see that going either way. Illinois has been looking hot, Iowa's been looking hot, but I'm going to give the edge to Iowa. I think them losing to Illinois on the road earlier this season, they're going to come in very hungry, very motivated in this game. And I think that's going to be enough to push them over the edge. Luka Garza came back to win a Big Ten championship. Mm. He's this close. I have a hard time believing that anybody's going to be able to keep him from that goal. At least one step closer, I won't go too far ahead into the championship game, but I'd say at least Iowa and Michigan will be meeting in the uh, championship game uh, at the end of this week.
1: I love it. I love it. I love what you brought up there about the motivation for Luca Garza. He said all along, I am returning to Iowa City because this team is capable of doing historic things for this Hawkeyes basketball program. And if they have Illinois, what a week it could be for Illinois, by the way. there are new rivals in Michigan, uh, not a lot of good. Blood between the two when it comes to Iowa and Illinois as well. We only got that once during the regular season, which is a pure tragedy that we didn't have it at least twice in the Big Ten season schedule. However, we might get it again on semifinal Saturday between the three seed Iowa and the two seed Illinois. I have to agree with you. I think that is one of the semifinals. However, I'm going to go with Illinois. I think the way they are playing right now is just at the top of their level. And I've said since early December, Illinois' best is the best out of the Big Ten Conference. I think Illinois, who was also supremely motivated, and they need to continue to be on that one line as it stands right now. I think they would knock off Iowa in what will be a great game, though, in what will be a great game. And I also think the other semifinal between Purdue and Michigan would be a great game as well because Purdue is surging at the right time. I would give the edge to Michigan there as well, though, depending on the health of Eli Brooks. That's another reason why I would look at the game between Illinois and Iowa. And depending on the status of Joe camp and how productive he might be, even if he's playing, I would give the edge to Illinois as well. So I have Michigan and Illinois in the Big Ten title. And like the time it happened in Ann Arbor two weeks ago, I'm going to say the Illinois Fighting Illini are cutting down the nets on Selection Sunday inside wow. Lucas Oil Stadium, winning the Big Ten Tournament Championship and maybe getting to claim the rightful heir of the Big Ten title of this college basketball season. Jarek, who do you have winning in the title game, your title game, between Iowa and Michigan?
0: I have Michigan winning. Um, Looking back at that game, the only time the two have faced off this year, Michigan beat them by more than 20 in Ann Arbor. And just looking at that game, it was obvious that just Michigan had more pieces to compete with Iowa. Um, Iowa had a ready to go roster. There weren't a lot of injuries. Um, They did lose jack nunji in that game for the second half yeah. it was pretty close at halftime it was the second half where things really sort of went off the rails but looking at it and based on how rotations have sort of played out this year losing jack Nungie at that point obviously hurts iowa down the stretch for the rest of the season but in terms of that game alone when michigan started to pull away It wasn't really an area that Jack Nungy was like, oh, that was the missing piece to stop Michigan from going up 20 points in the second half. I think Michigan just has the more talented roster right now. Um, And we saw it in the regular season as the Big Ten champs, depending on who you ask. Um, And so (laughs) I would say uh, my guess right now is that Michigan will be um, going two for two on claiming
1: the Big Ten championship this season. I have them winning it all this year. It is going to be such a great weekend in downtown Indianapolis in both the Big Ten men's basketball and women's basketball tournament. And on this full weekend preview for the Locked On Big Ten podcast, we were live, at least half of us were, in downtown Indianapolis. Jarek Andreski, a basketball reporter for Hawkeye headquarters, covering everything about Iowa and the Big Ten Conference, and is joining us from Indianapolis. We thank him so much. Jarek, thank you for staying up late, getting this weekend preview out of the way, and giving us your picks and predictions for this great weekend of the Big Ten basketball tournament. Happy
0: to do it. Everybody out there, enjoy a a great weekend of basketball. This is March. This is what we're all here for.
1: So many thanks to our guy, Jarek Andreski, live from Indianapolis for coming on today's episode, previewing the weekend in the Big Ten tournament, quarterfinal Friday, semifinal Saturday, and of course giving you a winner for the Big Ten basketball tournament as well. When we speak next on Monday... We will have an NCAA tournament bracket with most likely nine Big Ten teams featured. We will go over the matchups, the seed lines, everything on Monday's show, the Stevens and Stevens podcast here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. We have a huge weekend of Big Ten basketball ahead of us, the conference tournament, and then Selection Sunday in just about 48-plus hours from now. Get excited. Enjoy this thrill ride. We are back in the month of March this is is March. This is the Locked On Big Ten podcast. So until we talk on Monday, enjoy the rest of the Big Ten tournament. Have a splendid selection Sunday and have a splendid weekend. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new bird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the super light tree runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box.